Smashcast, a podcast about NBC's Smash. I'm Dan. I'm Clara. And I'm Taylor. And today we're talking about episode six of Smash entitled Chemistry. <laughs> Great guys. <laughs> Alright, so Taylor, do you want to introduce yourself? Or Clara, do you want to introduce Taylor? I'll I'll give her a okay, so so Taylor is one of my sweet mates at college and she watches Smash and she can introduce herself now. Yeah, I really like the show and uh, that's pretty much um, my defining characteristic. <laughs> <laughs> all you need to know. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So first thing I want to say is we got sick. I put a little yeah, frowny face. Sorry. I hold on. I can give you a demo. <coughs> um, that's what you'll be hearing. Yes. This is yeah. gonna be the cough cast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, the main point behind that, aside from just the fact that we're gonna be coughing, is that we were going to do it earlier, and that's why we're behind now because like Clara lost her voice completely, and then I just felt like crap. So, you know, we put it off. But so we're only talking about episode six right now. Um, but the plan, the hopeful plan, is to do seven and eight on Sunday. Yeah. Um, if that changes, well, I guess we'll let you know on Twitter or something if you want to follow us on Twitter. Um, we have a Twitter. I have a Twitter, and I guess that people can follow. <laughs> oh, okay. No, because I, no, I mean, like, I do like post the new episodes there now, and like say when when I like I put up there that we were sick and that we weren't going to podcast. So. Um. So yeah. Um. So Clara, you haven't been on here since episode one. That's true, yep. right? What do yep. you, What do you think of Smash now that you? I seen? like it. I like it. I think it's a very it's it's really well crafted. Like they they thought it through. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a large like show arc. Yeah. And it's a fairly intricate plot and the songs are well done and there's good continuity. Yep. It looks like good character development is, you know, coming. Um no, it's it's good. I'm I'm not sure whether I like the characters, which I guess is something we'll talk about a little later on. Yeah. Um but I like the show. So Yeah, I mean I agree. It definitely feels like it's a very like well-made show, but that doesn't necessarily translate to something that I absolutely love yet. Like, it's very enjoyable and fun to watch, but it's not like because the characters are sort of flawed, it hasn't quite hit its like point of perfection. I mean, it's not gonna be perfect, but like, there are a lot of people are unhappy. I've been like reading a lot of things. A lot of people are not happy with it right now, and I feel like I don't really get where exactly the negativity is coming from to the degree that I've been seeing it. But mm-hmm. uh, Taylor, what do you think? How, how do you feel the show has been going? I think the show needs to realize that um, 
the more that it tries to make us love Karen, the more we're not going <laughs> to like her. <coughs> um, mm -hmm. I was actually reading someone online said that, you know, that awkward moment when you think you're making a TV show about a brunette ingenue and it ends up being about a sort of blonde girl trying to <laughs> make it after 10 years. Um, yeah. But I think that as far as the ensemble cast goes, I have, I actually love the characters so far. I think that it pulls off a really large cast of people. It does, um, definitely. It really does. And seeing as we're only, what, on episode six now, that's better than most shows begin with. So. Yeah. That is true. I agree. I, I do still feel like there are certain people that, like, at this point, I should understand a little bit more than I do. And I feel like a lot of my understandings of people are just, like, what I'm guessing. Like, specifically Derek, I really <laughs> don't know yeah what's what makes him tick and what he's feeling or what he's thinking at any moment like i don't know he feels like he isn't i feel like I, he should be more of a main character and instead he's just like in other people's storylines so he's, i don't really he's becoming a villain and i didn't expect that because he's not yeah. you can tell he he isn't there has to be something else otherwise it's really frustrating yeah but they haven't yeah they haven't given us that something else so he's just sort of villainous i'm trying to think what do you are there more characters in, in Glee or are there more characters in Smash? At this point, I'd say they're probably equal. Yeah. But I think in season one of Glee, they really just focused on a few characters. Yeah. Whereas Smash, I mean, okay, it's focusing on Karen, sadly. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say for the record, I don't have, I don't share your dislike of Karen, but. I, I like her. But I, I don't like that the show is trying to tell us to like her. Okay, I can see that. Oh, I just don't like her. We actually have an email that mentions some stuff about that, so we can get into that more later. But, um, All right, so I have a couple little points, um, news points, that we're going to talk about before we get into the episode. One is that the show is renewed for season two, right. so that's exciting. Um, I'm most the, the main thing I'm excited about that is finding out what the musical for next year is going to be. I'm like, yeah, or if they continue the Marilyn thing because I don't see them finishing Marilyn the musical or even getting it to Broadway in season one. But then how uh, would they do something? You know, like I don't that's know. That's true. I would feel it would it would be sort of tired. For or me. what if Marilyn doesn't get made? Yeah, that's I think that's kind of like. Haha. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it is only a 15 episode season. We're pretty much. I mean, we're halfway there. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they're going to like be on Broadway by the end of the season. So I, I do agree. I mean, I'm pretty. I mean, I know the original idea of the show was every season is a different musical, but maybe, maybe that will change. We'll. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um. And one thing that will tie into that is that um, I forget what her first name is, but her last name is Rebecca, um, who has served as the show's creator and executive producer, is leaving the series apparently. Um, and it's not really clear whether the departure is voluntary or involuntary. Well, didn't, um, Steven Spielberg, like, actually create the show? He, no, he just kind of godfathered it. Like, he, gotcha. he stuck his name on it because he thought, I mean, like, I'm sure he helped. Yeah. But, like, he wasn't the main driving creative force behind <laughs> it. And he definitely wasn't, like, the person running the writer's room by any means. Oh. He was. I mean, he does so many. Like he, he had three. He was. His name was attached to three different pilots this season. So he kind of just like sees things he likes and says, "I'm going to put my no name on this so that it will get more money and people will like watch it." So, um, but apparently it doesn't work out very well because one of them was Terra Nova and one of them didn't even get made. So, um, I that on a plane. Terra Nova. 
they had a pilot. Yeah, how <laughs> was it? I would not have put my name to it <laughs> that way. Um, so how do you feel about this person leaving? I don't know enough. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know enough either. I don't really know what her, I mean, it's not a good idea. If it's a show that seems like it's well, well, like it has good continuity and is very stable and polished, I don't like the idea of the person who ran it leaving. But I guess it depends on who takes her place. All right, do you want to mention the next thing, one of you? Sure. Um, Uma Thurman is coming. She's going to have a five-story arc. Um, and it would seem from what the news is saying online that it's not going to be a permanent role or, you know, a long-term thing. Um, <coughs> so that's really all we know about that. But she's coming. That's exciting. And she looks like a combination of Ivy and Karen. Like, her face is... <laughs> Of their faces, so. Maybe they they have a clone made between the two of them and it's in with their her age. <laughs> um. So I mean, she apparently because I talked to Dylan about this and I, I thought that I, we had mentioned it on the podcast before, but apparently we just talked about it before we were recording. Um. So I didn't know anything about Uma Thurman's like musical career. Do you guys know? Like, have you heard her sing? She was in the producers. Ah. So. Is she um, good? She was adequate. Yeah. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's no, you know, Karen or Ivy, but she's definitely, I think her role in the show is supposed to be she's a movie star and they want, they bring her in to consider her for Marilyn or something. So is I think she, she fits the role. Is she playing herself? Um, She's playing probably a version of herself. Okay. Interesting. It's cool. I like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've never heard her sing, but I, I mean, I've seen her in lots of movies. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of a fan, I guess. I don't like have anything against her, but I don't necessarily. I'm not like jumping for joy over it either. Um, do you guys have any point? Anything else want to say about that, or you just want to get into the episode? Let's just get into the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chemistry. What do you think? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first bullet point I have, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I can- yeah, it was pretty good. I think yeah. songs are enjoyable, but not fantastic. <laughs> um, no, seriously, would you? Okay, how would you guys rate it? Um, B plus. <laughs> are you seriously gonna copy everything that I ever? Well, I, I actually, Dan, your your points are just so good that I agree with them. Also, I don't know how I could give it any grade other than a B plus. Yeah, I would give it a B for the weird, weird music numbers. Yeah. Um, I really don't like it when they do like contemporary pop songs, and they, they just seem I don't know. Out of I agree. Whatever. I, I think it depends on the situation. I do agree that this week was weirder than some of the other weeks. Um, but yeah, I it was it was it was just the th- okay. The problem with the show, I feel like lately, has been just that like a lot of the episodes have just been like fine nothing has been they weren't bad they're just kind of like they're okay but there's nothing like the meaning like oh my god i can't wait for next week i haven't had that feeling you know what i mean well i've seen the next episode and it's yeah good, but <laughs> but um i agree with you at this point it's just sort of been coasting on the pilot which was in my opinion pretty phenomenal yeah i agree completely um but not coasting in a bad way i mean i think it, it makes sense that a story needs to build so they, if they were to do just, like, great episodes every week, it would kind of feel cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like where the story goes, um, especially with Ivy. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree that the songs are just kind of... 
I mean, I, I, I like, we'll get into the songs more specifically, and I like one of them, the other two are kind of like, eh. Um, so, how do you feel about Julia's story arc in this, in this episode, with her final giving in? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, really bad. Stop it. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. At least he's more sympathetic than Michael, I'll give her that. Like, because he at least seems to, to, like, feel a little bit bad, and, like, try to stop it a little bit <laughs> like she's not really but, sympathetic. But that makes it worse yeah almost really she Bad. knows she really knows how wrong it is for oh, her come dudes. on michael knows too he's just like he just doesn't even care at least she feels yeah, no, obviously he's a jerk but i expected better of julia mm. also how are wait i don't understand why i'm supposed to be sympathetic towards her towards her <laughs> i don't yeah. want... this is something i talked with dylan about and i was like I cannot relate at all to having the idea is that you're that some people out there probably can relate to having such an, an incredible, incredible attraction for someone else that nothing else matters and that it's overpowering and they can't help themselves. But that doesn't. But that's not even my point. Like, like that's one thing. Yeah. Okay. First of all, that's still pretty bad. Yeah, I agree. You should probably like think about maybe telling your spouse like I'm not sure that this will work out because I have this attraction to them. But like I don't know what makes Julia a sympathetic character. Like, okay, so she has a family. So like, is that her thing? I mean, she's also like she's a working mom. So we're supposed to, you know, yeah, like she's not like a working class working mom. She's freaking rich. Yeah, and and I don't know. There's so many things about. Her storyline that just really irk me. Yeah. The only thing that I think is sympathetic about her is that Deborah Messing is a really good actor. Yeah. Um, but I think that I really hate the whole, like, the way that she comes off as sort of helpless in all of this. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just so helplessly attracted to you. I can't help yeah. myself. Like, no, yeah. you really can't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty terrible. And... Uh, yeah okay so the other thing that's supposed to make us feel sympathy for her is the whole the adoption thing at least that was what it was at the beginning yeah, of the show no, obviously it doesn't matter that much to her yeah and so. the thing they just it makes no sense like they, <clears throat> the, the two things that i really don't get that they the two really odd choices i feel they made were a having her already have a kid and having that adoption story and the fact that it's a teenage kid and yeah. she's old <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but also like why why did they already have? Why isn't this the first time the affair is happening? Like, because it makes her way less sympathetic that it happened five years ago. And she I know they're making her so unsympathetic. Like, I feel like they took all sympathy that you would have for other characters and they sort of like took it away and gave it to Karen. <laughs> I like yeah, we have this no. this many sympathy points and they all go towards Karen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like it's literally five years went by and she still hasn't told Frank about the first time like that's a really long time five years like also like if that's okay so fine you know what just you're you're moving on and it's never going to happen again if that's the case if it happens again there's obviously a problem a serious problem yeah yeah and i don't i mean i don't know my, the other thing is i because okay look i i've seen episode seven but i haven't seen episode eight so i don't know if if Michael's sticking around or not. But Michael seems very odd to me because when they introduced him, I thought we were be getting, like, another main character. But instead, he just seems like 
sort of like Frank or someone where he's yet he's only there for Julia and you don't really see him because you don't yeah because you don't see any of his feeling bad about his his family at all it's just like I am now evil and he didn't <laughs> evil when he was first introduced like it's sort of I don't know I, they're trying to do a lot and I think that for as much as they're doing, they're pulling it off pretty well, but, like, they should dial back a few of the minor storylines because it's becoming a big problem to try to fit in everything into one yeah, episode. I agree. To do it justice. Yeah. They're, they're, they don't... One thing that they haven't done that a lot of shows with this big of a cast do is have episodes that focus, that, like, where some characters aren't really in it or, like, don't have their own storyline in it. For epi- like certain episodes where it's just like maybe Eileen doesn't have her her own like multiple scenes this episode you know I don't think that she needs them every single episode but I love Eileen yeah I mean, I'm not like or maybe not Eileen maybe Ellis maybe like you know like some like not everybody yeah, uh, Ellis not uh, <laughs> he actually I've never done this before I've used this phrase but I literally mean it there was a moment where I actually punched my computer screen because <laughs> he was making me that angry. <laughs> no, it, okay, let's talk about Ellis a little bit because I, when I when he first was on when I first started watching the show, I actually liked him and I I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I, I thought that the idea because he was in the first two episodes, he was sympathetic, especially because Julia, I hated Julia so much and yeah. being so randomly evil to him for no reason. So, like, so I had some... Th- so like, even though he was doing, like, manipulative things, I was like, okay, it's okay, because Julia's a bitch, and I don't really care. No, I hated him even then. <laughs> I sympathized with him because I know that kind of person, and I hate that kind of person. <laughs> but, like, okay, but, like, so I so I liked him then, but at this point, it's like, he's just, just, like, he just became this little slime ball, and, like... <laughs> He has like no. He... It gets worse. <laughs> oh boy, that's great. I mean, it's okay to have villains, but not when you like don't set. I don't feel like we're supposed to. Are we supposed to hate him as much as we do? You know what? I hate. I hate when there are villains who you can't like. Yeah. When villains aren't likable, it's like there's no point in them. Yeah. I do think though that he will somewhere along the lines of like the show. Yeah. He'll get character depth, yeah. and I want that day to come a lot. <laughs> like, I want him to have just something that makes me understand him. Because right now, he's just a manipulative bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to die. <laughs> and it's not the sort of show that you can kill people off, either. <laughs> so I, he could be fired off. He could be fired off, that's true. No, he would come back and burn everything down. <laughs> He'd go working for Jerry, and Jerry... Hey, we haven't seen Jerry for a really long time, I just realized. Is he in, is he in, ep- is he in episode 8? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I haven't seen episode 8. But between... he is So he isn't, I don't think he's in 5, 6, or 7. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Um, oh, Jerry. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about Eileen a little bit? Because you said you do yeah. like her. I love her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you have we seen the waiter yet? I don't know. If the we have. bartender guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he was introduced in this episode as they went they went to the bushwhack for whatever it's called for the first time. Well, okay. First of all, oh, that restaurant. <laughs> okay. I I just oh I just want her to go there every day. <laughs> the bartender and like play video games and drink martinis that's just what i want for her in her life and she's such a bam that's all i have i don't have anything articulate 
I have written down, but really, why is Aileen hanging out with Ellis? And that's my only question about that, because I can totally see her going to a bar and, like, with someone else. Why Ellis? Okay, so anyway, I wish that Julia didn't exist and it was just a character like Aileen. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Julia's character seems completely superfluous to me when we have Aileen. Yeah. Um, not that we can't have two, like, I... You want to call Julia a strong female character. I wanted to call Julia a strong female character, and I could absolutely not put those words out of my mouth. She's not. They're like opposites, because Eileen's going through a divorce, and she's not helpless at all. I mean, especially, I won't spoil anything, but later down the road, we really see her, like, just say fuck you to her husband, and not just by throwing drinks in his face, but, like, really just not depending on him. But with Julia, she's just, like, so uncomfortable with divorcing her husband and she's so wishy-washy and it's could, really awful could we perhaps be like maybe looking at this in the wrong way and maybe we sh- maybe we're supposed to just think of julia as a foil for eileen instead of instead no of that's not how they introduced her at all though no, sh- i'm trying to make it happy in my head because <laughs> when I, I would say in the pilot she is a strong female character like, that's what i was expecting yeah. from her all of this is just making me very angry. Yeah, and even and it, I would say that. No, I guess I, I'm trying to think. Was I? Would you say that Ivy was in the pilot or no? I guess she wasn't really in the pilot. I guess he's never really been strong, but she was. Well, she, she's she's stronger. Yeah. Than other people, kind of. I don't know. No. She knows her place. I mean, yeah. she. I mean that she says that herself. Yeah. She's definitely, I think, strong. And even Karen, who I don't particularly like. I think I I don't fault her for any of the things I don't like about like, her. Like she didn't want to take money from her boyfriend. She's very like, loyal. Yeah. Like yeah. I like her. I just don't know if it's Catherine McPhee's acting or well, I what. think it's that that she's too you, you don't it's annoying to see someone be that innocent and to be that idealistic. Like I I don't know why it's annoying, but but it is. It's like I don't know. But yeah, I mean I, you know who I wish Eileen was going to the bar with is Derek. Derek. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Because <laughs> I, I yeah. do, I want. He's the only person I can think of who could possibly be friends with her. Yeah, oh, they've got the best bromance <laughs> on the show. <laughs> oh, they're so yeah, and also that would explore Derek's character more, and we wouldn't have to see Ellis. Yeah. Um. Do we want to talk a little more about Derek? There's really not much to say except that he's a jerk, but he I know he has hidden depths. Yeah, I, I just don't get what his... What, okay, so the point is he's, he's such a dick because that's the way he thinks that things will get done, right? He thinks that that's necessary. Is that what we're supposed to take away? And there's also the whole, like, straight man in theater kind of thing yeah. that we're supposed to... <laughs> to like latch on to that as a big part of his character. Um, but I don't necessarily see that as explaining any of his personal motivations. I get, I don't get why I still, I mean, I've said this every episode. I don't understand why he didn't have a one night stand with Ivy and that was it. I don't get why, he's put, why is he putting up with her complaining to him and being all mad at him? Why did he just break up with her? They have to explain that aspect of his character. Cause I've been wondering the same thing. They, they have to explain that. They have to show his soft side. They have to show his vulnerability. I think he genuinely likes her. I mean, like, I think that's the thing. I also think he's uh, not only a playboy, but, like, has it in his head that he's a playboy. So I feel like he both genuinely likes Ivy and potentially wants to be with her, even though if it's... See, now, I have never, and and none of the episodes have I ever had any idea that he liked her. I had never for one second thought that he actually liked her. 
So I don't, is that my issue or, or are they just not showing it well enough? I don't. I think there are moments. I think he's also got a long way to go before we get to understanding him. Well, he has to like her because otherwise he would not stay with her. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so my assumption was that, that he was two-timing her and that we just weren't seeing it. But there's not even any motivation for him to do that. Like, I, I the more basic could be that he wants to have more sex with her. Yeah, but I mean, if he's out, I don't know. That still implies some sort of level of. I, I guess. I mean, because look, if he actually liked her, I don't get why he's lying to her so much. Because I don't think he knows how to behave, and I think he sees himself, like Taylor said, as a playboy, yeah. and he can't conform to any other. I, I just think that he's too vague at this point, and that they need to solidify because i mean because we're just supposed to assume that he's a that he's a playboy or whatever we haven't seen him hook he hasn't actually cheated on ivy so he doesn't i mean he just seems like kind of mean like and and i think think that might be the point they're trying to make exactly is that he seems like something that he isn't but people hate him for the way he seems not for the way he is like tom in the pilot episode tom on and on and on about how terrible he is and i still haven't i mean kind of mean that's a, that, he's well, also, Tom terrible. is crazy. So, oh, I love Tom. I love Tom. Too. I like Tom, but he's crazy. I agree. Tom, especially Tom, finally, finally um, admits that maybe Ivy can't do it in this episode by calling, by texting Karen, which I was appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, how, while we're on Tom, how do you feel about this thing with the um? I don't know the the black guy's name. Does anybody know the black guy's name? Sam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, I want them to get married. <laughs> <laughs> and they should have an adoption storyline. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I really, really like them a lot. And even like, oh, I don't know. <coughs> see, this is just, I don't, again, lack words, but feel good about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree to it. It's good. They, I really like, I, they're, I really like them together. Also, I really like the lawyer guy who he's going Yeah, I like both of them. I know. Oh, this is the first time on a TV show where I I like there are multiple characters in the ensemble who should be pitted against each other, but I like both of them. Yeah. It's really good. Um so about that the thing with the lawyer guy is he like I like him. He seems perfectly nice and whatever. But he just seems sort of like the purpose. <laughs> like he there's like what's the point like just to create drama with the other gay guy? Like because he doesn't have anything to do with any of the other storylines, whereas the other guy does. So I, I just kind of I'm just kinda of like waiting for the lawyer guy to go away. Even though I don't like dislike yeah. him. Yeah, no, I agree. But look, it's okay. <laughs> but I I think it's it's nice that we get to see Tom in a relationship that is like functioning but also not ideal. Yeah. Um and it's just like <laughs> I think it's it's really just an excuse for them to just like have something like this on television because mm. it's just a really healthy, normal but not perfect relationship. Yeah. And they're not great for each other, but that doesn't mean that they can't have some kind of something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can see that. Um so you want to talk about Karen or Ivy? <laughs> <laughs> Ivy. Ivy. Ivy, okay. Um, so, I mean, so you guys both really like Ivy. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm starting to really like Ivy. I watched this show because I really liked Catherine McPhee on American Idol. Yeah. Um, and I still like her, but yeah, I, I've reluctantly come to to like Ivy a lot. Mm-hmm. I, 
I actually have liked her less as the show went on, to be honest. Because I was really happy in the first two episodes how they weren't making her into, like, one of those, like, the popular blonde bitch. And then, the, especially episode five, like, really made her into that. Like, with the... Okay. What? I I definitely felt that way for a little while. Like, I went into episode six, actually, just yeah. being like, okay, I don't like yeah. Ivy. She's a bitch. But I also realized, like... Karen was not, she was not doing what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. She's a member of the ensemble and she's, yeah, no, I agree. Shove Ivy out of the way. And no one accepts that because Karen is so nice and yeah. like, oh, she's so cute and from Iowa. <laughs> and, and like, Ivy really has been working for a long time and now she's getting all this crap from people because of Karen yeah. still there, not doing her job. Well, here's the thing I'm not saying. Look, the thing that I, I do applaud them for is I completely understand everything that, that Ivy does, even if I don't necessarily like it, I completely understand where she's coming from and I can and I don't like I don't like condemn her for what she's doing. And so I enjoy her she's see she's a good villain. If they if they decide to make her more of a villain, she's a really good villain because I don't hate her and I don't want her to die. <laughs> like I don't think they can even make... I, I am not rooting for Karen, and I understand that she's going to get it, whatever, <laughs> but I'm not rooting for her. So I don't think it even works in a hero-villain yeah. scenario. I mean, I guess I'm just, like, I don't... I don't know why I'm not having the... I, I just don't necessarily like her, but I don't... I don't hate her in any way, and I totally... I think she's a very well-crafted character. I think she's one of the best characters they have. I predict that Karen and Ivy will somewhere, like, down the road become friends. Oh, yeah. I think that that's actually what... Because, I mean, they are both really easy characters to relate to, and, like, I can understand that Karen is new, but she doesn't think that just because she's new, like, that should stop her from succeeding, and I understand that Ivy um, thinks she deserves it because she's been at it longer. But, like, they don't understand each other. And I think if they ever have, like, a moment where they just have, like, a really hard karaoke together. Oh, they could sing karaoke together. <laughs> like, sleepover where they bitch about Derek. Like, <laughs> like I want them to be friends. And until they get there, I'm, I like both of them. But I can't deal with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense. Not in this sentence. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally see where you're coming from. I, so I guess we have, we haven't really said much about, we have said, well, let's, instead of just going into talking about Karen, why don't we talk about, why don't we read, um, this email that we have, because I think she mentioned some stuff about Karen, because I do know that Dylan, as, well, as of episode five, Dylan, like, absolutely loved Karen, and I mean, I like her. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, wait, did you say Dylan liked Karen? Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry. No, That was the most unexpected yeah. thing. Well, she, uh, she mostly, I, I think she, I can't tell whether she, like, actually loved Karen or if she just loved her because she's paired with, with Dev and she just loves Dev. <laughs> but. It make more sense. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, so our listener has some stuff to say, but she also has some <laughs> stuff to say. Um, so I'm just going to, this is from a, a listener that uh, writes in, she, her name's Marissa, and she writes in to the Glee podcast that we do, like, all the time. Um, so she sent us her first Smash email, and I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit and skip some stuff. We, we, I cut out some parts of this. Um, okay, so she said, after listening to your most recent podcast, I have some Smash feedback and uh, tangent feedback. 
I'll do the tangent stuff first. Tangent feedback is um, for Clara and Taylor, who weren't on the last podcast, or just based on the crazy stuff that we talked about last time. One is that she has a Breakfast Club poster in her room, because Dylan went on and on about why would someone have a Breakfast Club poster. And two, she loves the, the Hulk smash, the Basilisk, and the squishy butt Spider-Man. I'm so sorry I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. It was a good time. Um, okay, and then she says, this podcast was one of the best, and it made me laugh so hard. It was absolutely one of my favorites from Oral Intensity and the Smash cast. Oh. <laughs> and Clara wasn't there. <laughs> okay, now probably I'm getting into the series. What? <laughs> That's probably why it wasn't. <laughs> okay, now I'm getting to the serious stuff. Um, this is this. He, he's reading the email yeah. again. <laughs> so for the most part, I share the same views as you guys, but there are quite a few that I differ on. Do you? Can you read this paragraph, one of you? Yeah. Uh, first off, I really don't like Karen that much. I think she's very whiny, and even though the stuff she's going through, being an unofficial understudy, choosing between right and wrong to get ahead, having your musical peers alienate you, etc., has happened to me. I just don't like her. She seems very Mary Sue, um, but in the archetype that gets a free pass in today's literature and media. And I don't think her voice is all that stunning. My friend Fran can sing circles around Karen. I have nothing against the actress because she does good with what she's given. I guess I find her uber relatable, but not in the way I need her to be. Which is weird because I'm pretty sure if Dev was a girl, I'd feel the same way about him. <laughs> he shows very Gary Stu-like traits, but I like him that way. I guess I'm... Massistianist. <laughs> Masa- <laughs> All right. Um, Clara, do you want to explain Mary Sue for people who might not know? Taylor, do you want to explain Mary Sue for people who might not know? Like Plain Jane? Is that what she's getting at? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Just... You haven't heard Mary Sue? No. Oh, I'll explain her. <laughs> I, uh, and you are on the internet. Okay. <laughs> Mary Sue is like, well, it's it's especially for like writing when you're writing a character a Mary Sue character is um like she has all these traits that you consider really great so she's brave and she's honest and she's really nice and like often their flaws are that they're too nice or they're too pretty and like um so you can sort of see where Karen fits into that like she's very nice she's loyal her her fault is that she's actually just too nice and she doesn't get the you know she doesn't fight for it yeah um so yeah which is annoying yes <laughs> and oh oh yeah and the moral of the story is don't write mary sues yeah that nobody that it's just like wish fulfillment for the audience or for the writer and that yeah. you know you shouldn't you should be writing a complicated character that can actually exist in the real world so but I mean, at the same time, I don't think that Karen's an unbelievable human. Like, I, I agree. I agree. She's just not that interesting. Yeah. Which is, I mean, <laughs> the thing is that she, I mean, she's, uh, okay, if Karen wasn't the person on the poster or like the person, or wasn't Catherine McPhee and highlighted and all that stuff, would you, even, just by watching the show, would you say Karen was the main character? Do you think? By watching the pilot, I would. I guess. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I'd say that she was the main character. But from okay, since the pilot though, I mean, I feel like she's nowhere more highlighted than anybody else. I mean, isn't but her storyline is. I don't know. Like she doesn't get more screen time, but she's 
constantly one everyone is always thinking about. Yeah. Like no one gets through a day without thinking about her. Can you say the same thing about Ellis? Or <laughs> like I can't get through a day without thinking I, about him. I, <laughs> I can't get through a day without thinking about how much I want to punch him in the face. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Taylor, would you read the next paragraph? Next is the whole Ivy Derrick predicament. Even though it's so obvious that he's lying to her and she's being such a poop head that she believes his lies, I understand where she's coming from. I actually don't think she's actually fa- falling for his lies. She's a vulnerable woman and she wants to think that everything is all right. She wants to sleep with her director with a clean <laughs> conscience and she'll take any half-assed lie he throws at her just so he doesn't leave her. I hope you guys have a lovely week. Love, Marissa. Smiley face. <laughs> I, I completely agree. I, I I don't. I think she knows, and I, I think from this episode with the ending, with the outburst, yeah. it's clear that she knows it's been lying. Um, Ivy doesn't seem to be victimized in the relationship with Derek, mm-hmm. which is a route that they definitely could have gone down. And I'm glad that she's not becoming Julia with Derek. Yeah. she's just like she likes Derek, and she doesn't put up with his crap when he's crappy but she also forgives him yeah well that's the thing the thing every episode for, for like three episodes in a row it was like he does something crappy she like gets pissed off about it that he fixes it. <laughs> then she just like gets over it and has sex with him that happened for like three episodes in a row but, but somehow the way that it is is like i just i don't feel like this is an uh, you know quote-unquote abusive relationship like i think yeah. the way that it is she seems much more in control of the relationship than it, it could be. I agree. Um, I'm just saying that it's annoying for her to keep falling. Right? Even, even though she isn't like, falling for it, it's annoying for her. I don't, like, if she knows what's happening, it's annoying that she st- keeps going back to it. But it's very realistic. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to, I just want that relationship to be done. It doesn't, nothing about that in- relationship has been interesting to me at all. So, I mean, it just seems weird because I don't understand what Derek's doing and, it just annoys me. It ma- it makes me like Ivy less, and I think I'd like Ivy a lot better if they weren't in a relationship. That's probably true. Do you want to talk about songs? Sure. You have the list. I don't. I have the list. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Well, the first song on the Wikipedia list is <laughs> <laughs> "Let Me Be Your Star," but that doesn't count. So anyway, I think it's a charming um, number. <laughs> yeah, it's charming. Um, next is. Who You Are, uh, which Ivy sings. Um, That's when she has the weird freak out and sees... The- yeah, the prednisone moment. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, can I, yes. can I... <clears throat> so, you might have been able to tell that I have a cough. Well, last year, I also had a cough, and I went to my student healthcare center, and they prescribed me prednisone, and I'd never taken it before. And you know how in this episode, basically the entire episode is prednisone has bad side effects? No one in my social circle knew that prednisone had horrible side effects. So I took it and I got like totally depressed and had swings and I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea that this was because of prednisone. I was completely confused. And then I stopped taking it and I was better. And I I saw this episode and I was like, Ivy, I can sympathize with you now because we've had a similar experience. (laughs) That's the end of and from now on, Ivy is your favorite character on all of television. 
No, yeah. I can vouch for this. There were while Clara was watching the episode, I was sitting in the room next door. She came out like three times just to like flail and shout at me to tell her how how great it is that everyone in New York apparently knows the prednisone is bad. No one in Chicago knows this. So yeah. I'm yeah, surprised your parents was, didn't know that. Well, my mom then looked it yeah. up and she was like, Clara, wait a second. <laughs> But it wasn't like this, like, yeah. oh, you're taking prednisone. Huh. So you didn't see, like, an evil Dylan looking at you in the mirror? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think that would have, I, I don't even know what that would have done. <laughs> you're just not dramatic enough. I think, I, I think I'm not. I, I don't know. Well, maybe if you had sung the song on a bed and, like, had <laughs> I think so. you, then it would have. I think that would have done it. I just, like, stayed home from class and, like, cried about nothing sounds sounds <laughs> terrible it was really bad so guys prednisone there are side effects but you already know See, this that. is no. this is their first time they're copying glee and doing a special episode this is all about how prednisone's <laughs> bad <laughs> and i'm so glad the world needed to know <laughs> i'm serious like this would not have happened if this if this episode had aired two years ago i would have been a better person last year Saving lives. Saving, well, saving, well, you know, future. my mood. <laughs> um, so the song, what do you think? <laughs> <clears throat> yep. She's a really good singer. Yep. That Ivy Lynn. <laughs> it had a lot of, it was probably the most music video-ish song that oh, they did because yeah. um, they had all those jump cuts I, mean, I sort of I sort of liked it it sort of made sense it felt it felt a little it sort of made sense but it, it like ended abruptly it, and it just like, went for a loop it didn't feel like it fit in the and like it so, didn't fit yeah it did not fit at all yeah like it was a good thing they did but not necessarily like it didn't fit like the feel of the sh- I don't know yeah um but it's a good song I mean she sang it well um moving on <laughs> Um, next is, oh, <laughs> next is when Karen sings Shake It Out at the Bar Mitzvah, which again, like, okay, fine, good, but it wasn't interesting at all. No, I'll say not good. <laughs> am I the, I am can... I the only person who thinks that she was being too skanky at a Bar Mitzvah? Yes. <laughs> I mean, not, no, 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 sorry, not that you're alone, but she was being too skanky. Also, she, like, didn't know any, ah. She, she was, her, her dress is way too short for a Bar Mitzvah, in my opinion. That's a... Yeah. Why did she decide, like, she's like, okay, I'm going to show my second deal. <laughs> no, this is a legitimate character flaw. Like, she doesn't know how to behave in society. She's not Mary Sue. She's socially inept. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you there. <laughs> she, somebody needs to give her, like, life coach They training. had an intervention and it didn't even help. No, okay, because she can't, like, she can't do this. Um, she can't do this anymore. Like, they keep trying to convince us that she's not sexy, and I'm just, like, eye-roll. Like, she's fucking more like a towel, sorry, I curse, yeah. to a bar mitzvah. Yeah. It's not acceptable. It's, that, yeah, that's so accurate. This is the thing. They, they try to convince us of these things about Karen, and they're, like, punching it into us. But then she does something that just shows that I, that's not I Well, in the first episode, I agree. I don't think she had sex appeal in the first episode. I mean, she look. She is an attractive person, but there's a difference between being attractive and being having sex appeal. Like because she just didn't like like Ivy exudes the sex appeal. She, I agree. I I totally think that Karen has a girl next door quality and just seems sweet and and you know. I don't 
don't know. Karen actually strikes me as someone who would be a bitch. Mm. Yeah. Girl Next Door is supposed to be slutty, right? right. So, like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not, you know, like, it's supposed to just be, like, an average, an average girl that just seems sort of sweet. That happens to be Catherine McQueen. <laughs> I, I don't think that she, I don't think she exudes... I, and like, I'm not when she in the later episodes when she was being sexy, yeah, okay, she did it there. But in the opening episode, like when she's like singing beautiful and stuff, I'm not like, oh, look at all that sex appeal. Well, right, but like at the same time, there's a difference between being that inherently and being capable of it. And people are convinced that she's not capable of that, yeah. and that's what I don't understand because like her personality is inherently a little bit meek, but she does fight back when people. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's yeah. Do you also think, do you think there's any, like, is it sort of insulting to people from, like, Iowa and places like that, that she's like, yes. <laughs> never really thought about that before. <laughs> I'm really, I'm watching the show um, Don't Trust the Bitch in Department 23, yeah. and it's literally the same storyline. It's like a girl from the Midwest is nice and naive, and she moves to the big city <laughs> and, like, learns how to be a bitch the hard way. It's so, it's so overplayed, and, like, while I understand that not everyone who lives in New York isn't exactly, like, that tough, like, she doesn't need to be from Iowa. Yeah. Like, she should be from, I don't know, California yeah. or something just normal. Also, I don't understand. First of all, I know so many, like, tough people from the Midwest, and I know so many meek people from New York. Yeah. So, it's not... Uh... Well, it's also kind of insulting to New Yorkers, being like, they're all bitches that will do anything to get ahead. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's true, but that's... <laughs> oh and i think the song itself was a little bit um like average like if this were american idol this would be one of those up-tempo numbers that were like yeah you're a good singer but that did nothing for me yeah and that's how i feel about most of the pop songs that they do mm-hmm. and even more than that i just it didn't it felt weird being in a bar mitzvah and like Seeing that to kids and having them dance to it felt really like fake. They've been doing really weird yeah. things with this. And I think it's because they can't decide whether they're glee or not <laughs> occasionally. Like um like what was uh, a few episodes ago? The rumor has it thing. Lyle. Lyle. Oh, Lyle, yeah. Lyle was a little confusing what? in terms of age. Oh yeah, I have no idea how old he was supposed to be. I mean, no, I, I think he's supposed to be 15. I don't think he is. I think that was a joke. Was it? Yeah. I have no idea. Wait, who? Lyle. Nick Jonas. Yeah. Oh, Jonas. right, right. No, he's supposed to be like 19. Or he's, he's supposed to be 19? Yeah, he's supposed to. I think it was actually like, well, Dylan's like 100% convinced that, that he, that he and, that uh, Ivy and Lyle actually hooked up. And I'm like, no, Dylan, they did not. And he just completely believes that they did. So I'm hoping they're not, he's 19. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I that was also really weird to me. I don't know. When the fact that Leo saw his mom... The fact that Leo's a really bad actor. Oh my <laughs> god, I hate Leo. He, I, Leo is my least favorite human. Like, I hate him more than Ellis. I, oh, I know. And I, I, like, I like the relationship that, like, even though I don't find her sympathetic and I think he's a horrible actor, like, I somehow, like, let a single tear slip during some of their scenes together. I don't know why. I can sort of see that. And well, Okay, I feel bad saying he's a terrible actor because of the end of episode 7. But yeah. he is a terrible actor. And I can't get past that. 
like, mom, I feel really bad because you're having an affair, and I want to smoke pot, so... I, well, I also think it's, like, father, like, son. I think Frank's a terrible actor, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 the actors. The apple doesn't fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the, the last song's history is made at night, right? Yeah. Oh, um, at the very beginning, Michael screws up one of the lines. Yeah. And and I I really liked that moment. Yeah, me too. That's the one time I had any like good positive feeling towards Michael <laughs> ever. I uh, see. Here's the thing. Like he's such a dis- he's one of those things where like a character is so despicable and you're just like annoyed that the character is despicable because I I like the actor and I I like the character when he's he was introduced and I just I don't want to hate him like because I I still part of me still likes him because I like the actor and I think I like his singing and he just. He exudes like charisma, I guess. So Well, like that's the point of him. Yeah. yeah. I would I would like that actor to have been given a better character, I guess, is what I, um Yeah, I just would like Julia to not exist <laughs> and have this all be about Eileen. Or for to ha- for her to have a backbone. Like it's just it's really frustrating to sit here and watch her just like allow herself to be in this really destructive relationship because even though it's believable like I know stuff like this happens so I can believe it but like I don't think it's necessarily sending a great message that she's just helpless and that's the end of it yeah I agree and and that well I okay I haven't seen episode eight so but it seems like there aren't that many <laughs> there aren't that many consequences of her actions as far as I as far as I've seen like I'm especially like okay he had this affair five years ago nothing came out of it at all until the, like yeah. <laughs> You know what would be ironic is if she got pregnant. Let's not have a pregnancy that would be story. That would be ironic. That would be like, yeah. Well, I was thinking had a really like, long affair. No, because like she's trying to get oh, a baby. That would be good. The- oh, that is funny. Anyway. <laughs> but please, uh, please, I, I'm so sick of people getting pregnant on television. It's the most ugh, happens to. I agree. It's not interesting. Um. All right, but the, the history is made at night. Would you, other than the jokey missing up a line thing? Wasn't professional at all. Wasn't no. special at all. Is that what you said? I said professional. Oh, I. It's grown on me. I like it a lot. It's yeah. it's one of my top Marilyn ones that they've, they've done. I would have liked it if it had like finished. Yeah, well, I, I bought it on iTunes, and I like listening to it on iTunes, so. I just, I sort of hope they do a, like, special where they do all the musical numbers in costume, like, they actually do the show. I'm sure they I, will. I think they will, yeah. I don't, I don't, what, I, what I'm hoping for, though, is more, I want to see more scenes with, with dialogue um, in costume and all. Like, I don't, do you think that, because I, I, I do agree, I think they'll do, like, when the, when it finally gets on Broadway or whatever they do, when they finally perform it all the way through, that they'll do all the songs. But I, I don't know that we'll actually get the full musical. Yeah. And I would like to actually see the story. Because the story, they, I mean, they've, they've piqued my interest. I, I would like to see what the story is at this point. I still wouldn't. Really? <laughs> I don't want to see this musical that much. I don't, I'm not convinced about Marilyn. Yeah. I wouldn't invest in it. <laughs> you bet. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I actually do. I'm I agree with you. I like the musical so far, and I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Um, I think it would have been interesting to see them split the characters of Norma Jean and Marilyn because mm. somebody on the internet was talking about that when 
after the pilot, actually, they were like, oh, like Karen will get Norma Jean and Ivy will get Marilyn and that'll be perfect. And I'm just like, oh, that's obviously what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's what would happen. I want that to be the way that the show is because I think that I would like Karen as Norma Jean. Okay, I haven't, I don't know enough about Norma Jean, but isn't, is there much for, would she have much to do? Isn't that, isn't she only that way like at the very beginning? But you can always do a split personality type thing. Yeah, like in, mm. her, in her public life, she's Marilyn, and in her private life, she's Norma Jean. That would, and like, that would be interesting. And then you could have two leads, and it would be good. And Let's I write this music. Yeah, let's <laughs> be writing this show. <laughs> I gave you that idea. It's mine. Now. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Cool. Thank you for that idea. That that is that is a really cool lots, idea. Lots um, are you sure the show didn't just give you that idea when there was that episode yep, when? I'm pretty sure there was that I'm episode pretty, where all the other I'm people were sure. and Karen were talking and talking to her as like a split personality. No, <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> I get the money. Well, regardless, the stupid show obviously didn't think it was a good enough idea, and I think it would have been perfect. Well, well, I mean, you can't count it out. It's possible. I guess <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. All right. So. Karen's too skinny. I agree completely. I've been thinking that from the beginning. But in costume as Marilyn, she looks like Marilyn. I, it's true. With brown hair, but skinny versus with like in the costume, I she really I think is a very convincing. I man. think she looks really freaky when she's in the costume. <laughs> she like freaks me out. She looks way too skinny in that costume, in my opinion. But well, she's still so. Skinny. <laughs> she's so skinny. Her neck is so skinny. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like there was something that I was supposed to say, but I have no idea what it was. So <laughs> we're gonna move on to. I guess we're at the end, right? Yeah. Um, There's a big. We also we got another really big long email from Marissa reviewing episode seven. So we're saving that one for next time. Um, but that was a great email. And if you want to be awesome like Marissa. You can send us emails at thesmashpodcast at gmail.com. Please do. Yeah, and then we'll read your emails, and you'll be awesome. You'll be famous. Yeah, you'll be famous. We're, we were the number one Smash podcast for a whole, like, day. You could be that. <laughs> In fact, if you wanted to be on the number one Smash podcast, you could email us and then review us and then get your friends to listen. <laughs> and then it would be the number one Smash podcast, and you'd be on it. So. Yeah. This is real life, folks. <laughs> so, where would they email if they wanted to email? They would email the Smash Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And where would they go if they wanted to look at the blog? Um, um, <laughs> at, to the blog. <laughs> the, the Smash Podcast.blogspot.com. That's what I was going to say. Then. Um, and then if you want to follow my Twitter, where I will say when the new podcasts are up and if we have any. I, I've been live tweeting the episodes too, so if you want to like see that and see what my comments are at the big like before the podcast, you can do so at dwhite685 on Twitter. Um, and you should review us and rate us and all that jazz on iTunes. It would be awesome. Yay! Hey. Oh, please also check out our other podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> Oral Intensity, uh, a podcast about Glee. Yep, and that's O R A L Intensity. Yes. And it was done that way on purpose, so yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but I mean, obviously, until Glee comes back, we aren't having new episodes of that. But that will be c- coming in a couple weeks, not too long off now. 
Um, and I, oh, I supposed to get the ratings for this for like yesterday's episode. I, I think it did about the same as it's been doing. I think it's it's pretty stable. It already has a season two, so at this point, I don't know if I need to even keep looking at the ratings, but it seems to be doing okay. We're going to do a double episode next time. I think. Uh, no, we we sort of already talked. Yeah, about we that. mentioned it. I don't know it. Okay, we can just stop. <laughs> I don't know what I'm forgetting. Do you have, have guys have any other things you wanted to mention? I really like the chorus. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're good. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I think they're my favorite characters. The one blonde chick and, oh, yeah. uh, and the one guy. Yeah. <laughs> they're, good. they're my favorite characters. They're your favorite characters? Okay. Literally. I want to be their friend. They're, they're pretty cool. Um, oh, and I also wanted to mention that, um, I don't think we've ever mentioned that Michael was on the rent, the revival of Rent on Broadway. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Sorry. But I still hate that character. <laughs> I didn't even like that musical that he was in that they went to oh see him. Oh my god, that was terrible. Stupid. That was one of the worst so things awful. they've ever done. Yeah. I, anyway, I wanted to put that out there. The worst thing they've ever done is in episode 8, but we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> Great. Alright, well thank you very much, Taylor, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. Um, and you did good, so you'll be back if you want to be back. <laughs> oh. You got a call back. <laughs> um all right so if you want to send us emails and stuff we already said that but i'm just gonna keep saying it until you send us emails because only marissa sent us an email guys and he's already friends with us through the internets so send us an email other people you know the 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 unknown talents (laughs) yep all right so thank you for listening and bye 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 Regrets collect like old friends Here to relive your darkest moments I can see no way, I can see no way And all of the goons come out to play And every demon wants his pound of flesh But I like to keep some things to myself I like to keep my issues it's always darkest before the dawn. Shake it out, shake it out, shake it out.